Arcadian Vanguard presents the Wrestling News in your daily wrestling newscast for Saturday, December 2nd, 2023. Good morning, I'm Mike Sempervivi. We begin today with WWE SmackDown broadcast live last night on Fox from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. In the final angle that closed the show, the returning Randy Orton signed with the SmackDown brand after joining LA Knight in a brawl with Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa of the Bloodline. Orton then delivered an RKO to SmackDown General Manager Nick Aldis. Hey Paul, you can call Roman Reigns. And you can tell him. Daddy's back. Well, a borrow line from Adam Pierce himself. It is official. The Viper is coming back to SmackDown. The ultimate mic drop from Randy Orton. Staring the bloodline, Paul Heyman in the face. What a coup by Nick Aldis. Well done. Oh! and Aldis! Never turn your back on the Viper! United States champion Logan Paul appeared on the show announcing an upcoming tournament beginning next week to determine a number one contender for his title. A champion is only as good as his challengers. And since Rey Mysterio got injured, I couldn't give him the rematch I was so excited for. So I got good news. I spoke with Nick Aldis and we have created a tournament to determine my next challenger. The tournament will start next week and features eight superstars. In the opening promo segment, Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, and Shotzi fought off damage control with Bailey conspicuous by her absence. In an angle later in the show, Bailey inadvertently caused Kyrie Sane of damage control to lose to Belair in Sane's first singles match since returning to WWE. In other results, Kevin Owens defeated Grayson Waller, Santos Escobar topped former LWO partner Joaquin Wilde, and Bobby Lashley beat Butch. More news on CM Punk's return to WWE. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter this week reported that Punk had tried twice previously to return to the company, including once while still under AEW contract. Dave Meltzer of The Observer alleged that the first of these attempts occurred prior to Punk's official signing with AEW in mid-2021, while the most recent attempt took place last year in the wake of Punk's public issues with Adam Page, the Young Bucks, and others within the company. At that time, WWE would not have been able to sign him since his contract with AEW was still in effect, but these alleged attempts reportedly led some within WWE to expect Punk to come back following his dismissal from AEW last September. The Observer also confirmed that both Punk and AEW President Tony Khan are currently constrained by non-disclosure agreements, which prevent them from publicly discussing their interactions in AEW. Also mentioned as being under NDAs were the Bucks, Page, and Jack Perry. AEW also presented Rampage last night on TNT, featuring matches taped last Wednesday at the Target Center in Minneapolis. 
It was a night of tag team matches with a main event six-man that saw Penta El Zero Miedo, AAA Mega Champion El Hijo Del Vikingo, and Commander defeat the Work Horseman and Brian Cage when Cage walked out on his own team. In the eight-man tag team opener, the team of international champion Orange Cassidy, Hook, Danhausen, and Trent Beretta beat Evil Uno, Alex Reynolds, Matt Menard, and Angelo Parker. A women's trios match featured Chris Statlander, Hikaru Shida, and Sky Blue winning out over the Outcasts and Anna Jay. Also on the show, Sting and Ric Flair gave an in-ring promo in which they further addressed Sting's upcoming retirement match at AEW Revolution. I'm so serious to be back in my hometown and to share this moment and this ride. And I mean, this is an incredible ride. Think about the history of our business. I'm going to, I've been with them since 88, and I'm going to be there with them at the end. And man, that, that doesn't happen in real life, guys. And you know what? We've stayed as respectful and honest with each other as the day we met, and that's really unusual. You're the man, brother. During his promo, Flair also made some comments of a vaguely sexual nature to the live crowd, which were edited out of the broadcast. In more AEW news, the company's revenue grew by 67% in 2023, according to newly released figures from Russellnomics. AEW revenue in 2023 was reportedly between $170 and $175 million, which is up from its $100 million revenue from 2022. AEW's annual revenue has increased every year since its inception, starting with $64 million in 2020. Brandon Thurston of Russellnomics attributed the 2023 revenue increase during a time of decreasing TV viewership and live attendance to the addition of more pay-per-view events, as well as increases in ticket prices. Tickets for next year's all-in pay-per-view scheduled to return to London's Wembley Stadium in August went on sale yesterday. Thanks to a pre-sale leading up to the on-sale, a reported 27,000 tickets have already been sold. Last year's All-In event boasted 81,035 tickets sold, an all-time pro wrestling record for paid attendance. In more WWE news, NXT backstage interviewer Mackenzie Mitchell has been released by the company according to an announcement made on her social media. Mitchell had been with WWE and NXT since 2019 and previously worked for Impact Wrestling. Mitchell's departure comes on the same day of reports from Russellnomics of additional corporate layoffs within WWE. Included among the layoffs, according to Fightful, were Senior Vice President of Financial Planning Michael Weitz, Head of Global Sales and Partnerships Craig Stimmel, Controller and Chief Accounting Officer Karen Mullane, Senior Vice President of Streaming Technology Stuart Frey, and Senior Vice President of Gaming Matt Geyer. And finally, New Japan Pro Wrestling presented Day 9 of the World Tag League Tournament yesterday in Wakayama, Japan, featuring Block A matches. Coming away with victories were the teams of Tomohiro Ishii and Toru Yano, Alex Coughlin and Gabe Kidd, Mikey Nichols and Shane Haste, and Evil and Yujiro Takahashi. Nichols and Haste currently lead the A block with 8 points. Day 10 of the tournament was scheduled for today in Osaka, Japan, featuring Block B matches. And before we leave you today, we'd like to remind you that however you consume your content, you can find the wrestling news 24 hours a day and 7 days a week across social media. On Twitter, follow us at Wrestling News AV. Our Facebook page is also Wrestling News AV. The Wrestling News can also be found on the Arcadian Vanguard YouTube page. And for those who utilize Amazon Echo devices, just tell Alexa to play the Wrestling News podcast. 
And remember to make sure you add podcast at the end. Once again, for daily updates, breaking news, and more, follow the wrestling news across social media. And that's the news for today. If anything happens, we will be here to tell you about it. No clickbait, no paywall, just the wrestling news. The Wrestling News is a division of Arcadian Vanguard, and the Wrestling Newscast is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network.